The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. This is Boomers and Beyond. What would you say if I called you a brutish fossil, symbolic of a decayed era? gratefully forgotten i don't know thanks an informative colorful and a reverent look at the aging process i'll have what she's having here are your boomer hosts wendy weiss and Derek dufresne with mobility city on the big 550 ktrs will you still need me will you still feed me when i'm 64 and we Welcome you back to Boomers and Beyond, Derek Dufresne of Mobility City. I'm Wendy Weiss, Connor McCarthy on bass, guitar, and drums. He's running the show. And we are ready to go for this Sunday, January 28th. Happy Sunday, Sheriff Partner. Happy Sunday, Sheriff Partner. Show 15. Show 15. Show 15. Show 15. Jan- we, we've now gone dozens through dozens and dozens of dozens. listeners. And oh guess God. what? Listenership is up after last week. People loved the Beatles show. Loved. How could you not? Well, I, I don't know. If you're know. a boomer, you'd have to turn in your boomer well, card. Actually, even non-boomers that I talked to <gasps> love the show. Really? Yes. They didn't know some of the stuff. Uh, and, and I even had somebody, I don't know who it was, that said something about that they didn't really like the early Beatles. That they sounded more like a boy band or, you know, some manufacturing stuff. You know, that brings a vague Does and it distant really? bell meet with me, too. If you find out who it is, would you please let me know? You know, I asked around. <laughs> this is not, this is not, I, I'm not unique in thinking this. He's think really not. This is a thing. He's some really people not. think this, and uh, well, I am not alone. And you know what? I think that is because, and, and Connor, I, I, I don't think we'll have any problem with this explana- explanation at the time. The Beatles were a part of the fabric of the universe. I mean, yes. they, they just were. They Agreed. came in 1964. They had, you know, in the early 60s, they, they were that sort of doo-wop. Yes. You know, and then yes. they, they grew into their consciousness, and the rest is history. So This is correct. You know, I, I, he is not alone. He is not alone. We just had a lot of fun with him We We did. Week. We did. And uh, can I also say something else that happened? What uh, happened? So you, you have met... As my friend Steve Eidelman, who is Jewish, and I only mention this because he calls her Saint Carol. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yes, he I does. have met he, her. He call, she does glow. She does she glow. Does, there's she a does glow, glow there. Yes, yes. So, yes. So, uh, we will be uh, married 50 years this year, okay? Yes. The big 5-0 we're hitting this year. And one of the things that's interesting is even after 50 years of marriage and 52 years of knowing each other, every once in a while, I'm sure it's out of love, devotion, Maybe even admiration. Adoration. Adoration. Well, there we go. We, we could add that in. It is that she corrects me. <gasps> See, I've never done that to my husband. Yes, thank and you. And if you listen closely, you'll hear him falling from a chair <laughs> wherever he is. <laughs> so <laughs> That's we, our job we as had, wives. We had, we, had, we had a couple of discussions about the albums. First of all, may I say, without any degree of apology, that she was rather, I think, horrified is probably too strong of a word, but but close. But close that Connor had to remind me that I skipped album seven and went from six to eight. She just she could not imagine that I could not 
do my integers in order, like go six, seven, eight. Remember that? We I skipped seven. No, I remember that. It's just when you're in front of a microphone. There we go. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. When Keep you're talking. In, no, Keep talking. when you're in front of a yes. microphone, things like, you know, words like the, you forget. Right, exactly. I mean, it, it is, it's, it's a very uh, unusual yes. Thank you. situation. Thank you, Sheriff Partner. Yeah. And the second thing is, uh, we had a discussion about the second album. Now, when I looked up the second album in the stuff that was sent to me, the Beatles' second album was listed as the second album. I said this last week. She said, that does not sound right. So I had to do further explanation and uh, and exploration. I love those two words. Does that sound like alliteration? Just a little. Just a little. But okay. you are the king of Thank alliteration. You. Thank you so much. Uh, it actually is also called 1965. I thought it was 19. Didn't they, the first couple of albums, weren't they like 1964 to 1967? Or Yeah, yeah. but I'm saying it was listed as the second album when I got my information. So, Isn't it also called Meet the Beatles? Yes, it's all. Th- thank you for sharing. It had, it had like some... Yeah. Some various things as I went down. I think country by country they had. I think might have had different. That is exactly right. Thank you so much, Connor. You're back in good graces all the way around. He never left. He didn't leave. No, he never left. Was I being too hard? No, we just had so much fun. All right. Okay. He's the non-boomer in the room. So obviously we've got to we've got to gang up on him. Speaking of which, today's show. Can I just highlight a few things? Tell us. Tell us. Set the table, Derek. Forty things that only boomers will remember. I don't know oh, we're going to get through all 40, but it's absolutely fascinating to me. And I'm just going to set the stage before the break here about a couple of things, okay? We were the largest generation in this country until what year? I know you're not asking me. I'm not? Am I asking Connor? You're asking You're asking a fly, <laughs> so, so, am on, I the fly on the wall. But I, yeah, you are definitely not And there's no phone me. a friend. There's no phone a friend. There is, is that, no phone a friend. All right, friend. I'm going to have to say I'm, this now, all right? We reached a peak, We, me and you okay. and the other boomers. There were 79 million of us in 1999. We became the largest generation. Woo. All right? Woo-hoo. We were dethroned. Yes, of course. We were because dethroned. Because that's what happens. In 2019... The millennials got us. Yeah. There's more millennials than us. However, there's some good news here. We've had a remarkable influence on culture. Did you know that? I think we have. In the 60s and 70s, due to unbelievable innovations I'm reading here in communication, technology, media, this generation has truly seen it all. We have seen it all, Wendy. That's what it says, right? We've seen it all. And, some of the things we don't want to see. And some of the things we didn't want other people to see us seeing. That's right. Is that true, too? That is also true. Okay. All right. So some things in the boomer generation have gone the way of the buggy whip. Thank I'm going to give one clue that they give us here, which is one of the 40. One of the 40. Okay. Phone booths. <gasps> Phone booths. All right. Uh, and then uh, so there's some things that are making a comeback. And and I'm very excited that we are going to go through and see how far we get in the 40 things that only boomers remember when we come back to this show, which is called, Miss Wendy, share partner. It's called Boomers and Beyond on the Big 550 KTRS. This is show 15 for those of you keeping track at home. We'll be right back.
The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. I heard about that on the radio! He's ancient! He's ugly! I don't know which is worse! Let's get back to Boomers and Beyond on KTRS with Wendy Weiss and Gary Dufresne. And we are back, Boomers and Beyond, for Sunday, January 28th. This is show 15. If you are among the dozens of listeners, welcome back. We missed you. And Derek Dufresne is here. We are having fun with the things that only Boomers remember. And it does, we were having this conversation um, earlier this week about Johnny Carson. Yes. It does make me sad that, you know, there are a lot of entertainers that I think, you know, just don't translate with younger generations. I believe he would translate. And it does make me sad to know that a lot of the younger generations are never going to understand how important he was. Well, and can I share one thing about that? Since sure. I used to watch Johnny Carson all the time. Oh, yeah. When I was at SLU from 69 to 71, at 10 o'clock in the evening, maybe it was 1030 after the news, probably 1030 after the news, almost every night used to sit with a 16-ounce Coca-Cola, mm. a Marlboro cigarette. Oh, you were... I was you a Marlboro were, man, were, not for a long time, but I was a Marlboro man. You were a man. bad boy. I started smoking at 12. I quit by the time I was 19. Very long story. But I watched Johnny Carson. And a number of people don't necessarily, of Connor's generation and others, may have heard of Jonathan Winters and may have seen Jonathan Winters. What I don't think an awful lot of people know is that Robin Williams' idol was Jonathan Winters and if you've ever seen some of the skits that they did together, you need depends in, yeah. in terms of laughter. Right. And perhaps um, maybe, a, you know, one of those braces for your rib cage. Yes. Because you're going to break something. You're going to break some ribs. You're going to break something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They were they were just phenomenal yes. together. But there are other things. There are that other we things. Are, Would you like to get into some I of these love, now? I love this idea All right. because all right. it's you, sometimes you forget you know, right. it's easy to forget all the things that aren't there anymore. This is exactly right. Number one, from 1951, the year of my birth, ah. to 1957, the year that we moved from Richfield, Minnesota, to Bloomington, Minnesota, when I started first grade, skipped kindergarten. It's had some detrimental effects on me over the years that other people have told me. However, who cannot but be absolutely laughing, laughing, laughing when you mention the word I love Lucy, Lucille Ball. That was one of the things that, you know, it was only on, believe it or not. Isn't that unbelievable? It said that it also aired, it also carried on from 1957 to 1960 with 13 one-hour specials. So they they, they, they did away with the sitcom, um, the, the, the regular show, but then they had one-hour specials. Uh, and it still is one of the best-watched shows on reruns. How about that? I have a funny story okay. that will bring it back to me for a moment, which right. of course is what an ego, which is what it does, what's, which is what it's an all about you, Andy. does. I, of course, I, I mean, Thank of course, you. my mother told my little my little brother and me yes. that she was going to have a baby the same afternoon that Lucy had her. That she, I'm sorry, that Lucy told Ricky 
that she was going to have a baby because <laughs> in those days, I Love Lucy was in reruns. That's exactly and right. And my mom was in the kitchen waiting for my dad to get home. She said, busting her buttons because she was listening to her two younger, her two yeah. children, older children, listening to this, you know, this episode. And she, you know, she said, well, you know, <laughs> Lucy's not the only one having a baby. I thought that was, I always thought that was really, really cute. I love it. I love it. Are you but ready yeah, to go on? Ready. Number two, Connor, do you know S&H Green Stamps? I do not. There we've you talked go. about, yeah, we've there talked we about these before with him. And he's like, I'm sorry, I don't understand what all the excitement is about. Explain to you people what they stamps. were. What they were. There was like a little, there was like a, just like a little pamphlet. Yes, there was. And you had to, there was a column, as I recall, just, we had just one column or maybe there was more. Yes. Um, maybe there were more. But uh, you would fill, you would get your S&H green stamps, like like a little coupon whenever right. you shopped. And then you would apply them and you would get something off. And back in the day, before we had personal devices and computers and all of that stuff, this was a big deal. And Families you got to used, go redeem them. You could redeem them. You got redeem to them. redeem them. You, you, it was like was, winning the lottery. It was, and it was, and it was entertainment. And so it were, kept your kids were stamps, busy. But they, they were stamps. They were coupons. But they were yeah, coupons. This so, is yes. right. This yeah. is right. You Con. showed them off to people, or no, no, no. no. You, you just, just you got you to you got to save them up. Right. Okay. Right. It, it it was like Bitcoin. You got to save them up, and you got to spend them on things like like it says here: a new set of dishes, a toy guitar. Right. It was a treasure trove of options. It was okay. a very right. big deal. All right. It was a very big deal. All right. Ready to go on? Ready. Ready. Number three. People, at least in this area that live in Belleville, Illinois, will be able to answer this. Yes. But most people have not experienced this in my uh, experience in younger generations. Drive-in movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, I saw Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid at a drive-in movie. I saw Trouble with Angels. Oh. Haley Mills. I, I'm just saying. Yeah. That, that was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> I love that movie. It, it is. It is. Uh, oh, I love that movie. Guess what? One of the first sets of movies that showed up was the original Pink Panther and Parent Trap. Mm. At a drive-in movie. At a drive-in movie. It yeah. was a big deal. And then, well, your your parents would put you in the front seat of the car. They, you, That's you'd correct. have bath time. Then they'd put you with your blankets. In That's the, right. I'm sorry, in the back seat of the car. And then they'd be in the front seat of the car, and they'd be watching the movie, and the kids would finally go to sleep. But we would bring popcorn. Right. And then if you you know if you needed to use the facilities, you didn't have shoes. So we didn't That's right. because we, That's we right. they just thought we were going to fall asleep right. in the back seat. That's right. So and Dad had to carry me up to the yes. concession stand. Right. Yeah. And here's the only modification: if you were fortunate enough, as our neighbors the Bromans were that lived on Portland Avenue, mm. which had I think it was a Ford Galaxy station wagon. They were terrific to go to the that drive-in was, movies that was with because they backed it in. Sure, sure, that was big. Backed time. it in. It's you like could being on sit, a sofa. You could be sit on a sofa, or you could sit down in front, and the parents could keep an eye on everybody. Mm-hmm. And today, they call those drive-in movie theaters big screen TVs in yes. your family room. Yes. I yes. mean, you know. Yes. All right, go ahead. We've got, we've got time, Connor. Go ahead. I, I had never ever been to one. I can't hear you on mic. Oh, I had never ever been to one, and. During the pandemic, they kind of opened back up a little bit. Is that right? And that's when I went to one. And uh, did you go to Belleville? I went to one in all in Afton. I think they had one. I don't know. I might have popped up. It wow. might already be gone. But uh, there was a little bit of a resurgence. There was a little all bit. Right. Oh, I think no. I think you're absolutely right. It, yeah. it, because it's just such a fun way to get together. 
with other people in the community. So, speaking of drive-in movies, let me continue this discussion. Okay. On 78th, between Nicollet and Portland, or maybe it was Nicollet and um, Cedar, I can't remember, in Bloomington, when I was in grade school, Assumption Grade School, uh, every once in a while, the Catholic schools would get off when the public school kids were still had to go. Mm. I had a friend named Michael Stork, literally Michael Stork, Stork Michael Stork. Who as was in cr- waiting on the stork. Yes, okay. as in waiting on the stork. He was crazy about pigeons. It's the only bird he loved was pigeons. He took me, Wendy. That is rich with irony. He took me to the Bloomington Drive-In during the day and was able to get in through the side door and talked me in to climbing up on the inside of the Bloomington Drive-In and then talked me into, I want you to picture a space that is no wider than four feet at the top maybe three feet at the top, he talked me into laying on my stomach so that we could look over one side and over the other. So that you could see two movies. So we could see. Well, no, there was during the day, there was nothing to see other than being scared out of your brains and then to get pooped on by pigeons when we went down. That's my drive-in <laughs> movie memory of the day. I have, I have a drive-in movie memory of the day. My husband. Yes was known for there were drive-in theaters in Springfield, Missouri and he and a few of his schoolmates yes. would hide in the in the trunk yes. of cars and then they would and guess who one of the occupants of the trunk usually was you Mm-mm. Brad Pitt Brad Pitt Wow talk about a I know, name a, dropper let's, talk. let's drop the name boom yeah boom there it is there it is yep in the trunk of his in car. In the trunk of the car, my husband and a group of people would Can be I ever not wait to Brad have a discussion about Pitt. this? With Brad Pitt. Yeah. Wow. So a movie star didn't pay his movie tickets. I love it. As a child. Well, I he's struggling. He's, he's, doesn't, he doesn't need to. He, 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 he may not have much money. Absolutely. He's Guess probably, what? Yes. Well, are we ready for the next one? <laughs> we're, we're almost up to four. And this one we get to go through quick. <laughs> it's last week's show. Taking part in Beatlemania. Oh, okay. Do I remember what happened a week ago? Yes, we Doubtful. do. Do you remember? Do you remember? All right. The last one I think we're actually going to get to possibly in this segment is something that I'm not even sure as a baby boomer when I was babyer than now. Following the Loving versus Virginia court case. Loving versus Virginia. Yes. It was in 1967. Was that the interracial marriage? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was. The one in, in Virginia, state that I used to live in. Uh, you get around. White man, uh, uh, Richard Loving, uh, Mildred, and I'm very, very sorry I don't have her last name. Oh, actually, it was probably Loving. 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 Probably Mildred Loving and Richard, um, well, I guess Loving, uh, ended up falling in love. And their case went all the way to the Supreme Court in 1967. And I, I am now going to put a new day on my calendar after reading this, which I didn't know. Because it's, it's, I mean, how can you make this up that, the, that one of the first interracial couples that ended up uh, being public ended up going to the Supreme Court and their name is Loving. Loving. And guess what? Forever going forward. 
we need to remember June 12th as Loving Day, as that's when it's it, um, it is celebrated. And it's to mem- memorize. Well, how about commemorate? Would that be better than memorize? Is that better? Sure. Okay. You might want to memorize the day, but we're going to we're going to come. We're going to commemorate too. Because you know what? We're oh, boomers. We are That's boomers. What we we, do. This, this, we, we get to do this, don't we? Words. There we yes. go. And it's the end of anti-miscegenation. Mis- Mis- wait. Miscegenation. M I S C E G E N A T I O N. Miscegenation. I'm I'm lost. I've never heard that word. Maybe that's because it ended. Guess what? We may get a few more listeners that want to call in and help us with this. <laughs> but I see by the old clock on the wall, Wendy, believe it or not. Is we, it time for a break? It is time for a break. And you know what that's time for, in my estimation? Did I ever tell you that Carol's maiden name, when we went through this, I was Derek Dufresne. If you say Curtin. It is. Oh. Carol Curtin. So she exchanged. She exchanged. Oh, I just thought I'd do a lead-in, Wendy. This is this is the kind of segue yep. that, wow, wow, wow. Take it away. Take it away, Wendy. Oh, my goodness. She exchanged the curtain she for the Dufresne, the and the rest is and history. The rest, and, and, yeah, speaking of history. Curtain exchange. The curtain exchange in Clayton. Uh, if you, they are so proud to be, believe it or not, they are so proud to be sponsors of Boomers <laughs> and Beyond on the Big 550 KTRS because they know how important your home is to you. I mean, in this, you know, this isn't just boomers. This is every generation. Your home is your castle. Your home is your calling card. You should you should live in a home that is your sanctuary. And that is what they have been doing for generations at the Curtain Exchange. Ellen and Barbara, uh, they are absolutely lovely, lovely people to deal with. They never make you feel uncomfortable because you don't know this terminology or that terminology. They want you to get the result that you have been waiting for all of these years. And they do that with a great selection. Obviously, they have window treatments. They also have furniture, rugs, accessories, bedding, everything you need to tie the look of your home together. And what I find so helpful about Ellen and Barbara, obviously is they know the terminology. I don't know the terminology. And heaven forbid, if you try to decorate your home online, um, you are going to be returning a lot of merchandise and you're going to be spending a lot of money. They don't want you to do that. Uh, They want you also to remember that there is never an hourly fee. A lot of designers charge an hourly fee. And it is simply part of their full design service at the Curtain Exchange. You will love doing business with them. 8119 Maryland Avenue in the heart of Clayton. The number is 314-863-1112. And please be sure to tell them that Boomers and Beyond sent you. The views and opinions expressed in the following paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners. And when I die, and when I'm gone, there'll be one child born in this world, carry on, carry on. An informative, colorful, and irreverent look at the aging process. All I'm saying is don't get old. Live to regret it. This is Boomers and Beyond with Wendy Weiss and Derek Dufresne on KTRS. 
And we are back on Boomers and Beyond for your Sunday, January 28th. Eventually, we're going to have to talk about football here in the next couple of weeks, but we will not digress today. No. uh, Because we're having trouble. We're having trouble focusing. (laughs) So we have a very special senior sighting. Yes, we do, Wendy. Uh, we have not done a senior sighting it's in a while. a while. It's been a little. It's been it's been a minute. We've been doing the Beatles we, and our right. lists. I mean, and... we're busy people. We are. We are. Uh, and so I am very excited to say that through um, Jim McMullen, friend of Susie Bickle, sister-in-law to me, sister to Saint Carol, I came across an absolutely delightful man named Mike Mick. Kinoy. Uh, what's most special about this is that as a senior, I was exhausted. I think you were too listening to his rich life mm-hmm. and what a terrific, terrific human being he is. And uh, he's somebody that you would love to spend time with, but he probably won't be able to find time because of all the things that we're going to hear about that he does. He has the energy of a teenager. Yes. We might have to revoke his boomer card. Yes, I've got something to say about that later. And yeah. thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk to us. And uh, if it's okay, I'm going to start with a quick story that I thought was funny you told me yesterday. Oh, okay. so, so, so as our listeners know, we do a lot of different segments, as I mentioned to you. And we do this segment for the uh, the, the breakfast buddies where I go around to fast food restaurants and, and interview people while they're having their morning uh, fast food. And then I do a segment on senior sightings, which is for those of us that are in the baby boomer generation and above, and and we talk to people. And then we also do a segment for uh, veterans, which we call fully vetted. And so when our buddy, Jim McMullen, that gave me your name to call, told me about this, he said, Andy's a vet. I thought, this is outstanding. Not only is he a senior sighting, but he's also a vet. And so when I called you yesterday to set this up, you kind of set the record straight. So why don't we start with the California story? I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, well, we were uh, at uh, our favorite winery. It's called Klein Winery. It's near the Sonoma Raceway, which is uh, a favorite place of mine because I love to smell break dust in the morning. But uh, we were we were there and we were getting a tasting. And, you know, you pay $10 for five tastings or whatever. And after we had had probably 12 or 13 tastes out on their <laughs> veranda, um, you know, the guy says, well, are any of you people a vet? And my son, who was there, said, well, my pop's a vet. And I said, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I'm not that kind of a vet. I'm a veterinarian. And he said, well, <laughs> that's close enough. And he pours everybody around a taste. So uh, that's, that's that story. It was, it was fun. Yeah. And, and that, that happens a lot. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. So, so that clears up that, that, that you are fully vetted, but you're fully vetted in terms of being a veterinarian rather than a veteran. Is, is that correct? Okay, yeah, good, 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 absolutely. good. Well, well, wonderful. Well, as I heard yesterday, uh, you are uh, still very young. Is that right? In terms of, of your... Uh, I'm a young 76. There you go. Well, that fits. That fits. And so literally what we try to do during this segment is literally just have people tell us a little bit about themselves and they're, they're just a little bit about their life and then kind of what kind of keeps you going and what kind of things you like to do to stay active and what you look forward to each day. So let's just start with that open-ended question. 
Sure. Uh, well, you know, I just kind of like uh, look forward to every day. Um, I don't know where I find time to fit everything in, but we do. Um, I've got a loving wife who does things like reads to me every meal. Um, after we get done eating, she reads and I do the dishes and uh, we've knocked off a lot of books. And so that's that's something that's fun to do. We we ride electric bikes almost every day because uh, we can. Uh, we get a lot of exercise because they're very heavy and so they're heavier than a 10 speed. So um, pedaling on the lowest level of assist, we get actually more exercise than if we were riding a 10 speed. So, but we enjoy doing that pretty much every day. Uh, I get exercise playing golf. I love to play golf. I, I play pickleball. Um, I play cards. Uh, we socialize with our friends a lot. Um, Jim McMullen, the, the fellow that you know, is in a group we call Romeo, and that's uh, you know, retired old men eating out. And we do that once a month. <laughs> Never. Say, and, say that uh, again. Ro- Romeo yeah. is what? Is retired old men eating out. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, never we call it really that. old men eating out, but yeah, I nevertheless, get it. I get it. Uh, we're we're mostly all uh, in our Miata club, and uh, we've all had Miatas. I don't think Jim has one anymore, but uh, the rest of us still do, and uh, we just enjoy going out to a different uh, uh, place to eat lunch uh, once a month, and we have a good time. I've, I've got a group of uh, other racquetball friends that uh, we start going to Hugo's after racquetball and we don't play racquetball anymore, but uh, we still go to Hugo's every Thursday night. Um, although Hugo's is now closed, but so we're going to other places. Hopefully Hugo's opens up pretty soon. Um, yeah. My wife and I are in what we call a gourmet group where uh, every month we go out to a different restaurant, but what we do is we take turns and, uh, if it's our turn, we everybody comes to our house and we have a drink, and then we take them to a restaurant that they don't know where they're going to, and it's supposed to be a restaurant that nobody's been to before. Uh, so they're usually an ethnic restaurant or something like that. They're not necessarily an expensive restaurant. Um, and we eat dinner there, and then we come back to our house, and we can chew the fat for a few hours, drinking coffee and having dessert. Uh, so that's uh, wow. that's a, something that we do every month and, and sometimes a little bit more often. Um, I play cards with guys uh, once or twice a month uh, with some of my uh, golf buddies and friends of theirs. Uh, so we, we enjoy doing a lot of socializing. Uh, and that kind of keeps us busy. We like to, wow. we like to well, travel to visit our, our kids. You know, we've got kids in California and in Denver. And we, uh, they, they have kids, our grandkids, so we go uh, visit them. We're flying to Oakland tomorrow uh, to go visit our kids up by Berkeley. So um, wow. I love going on float trips with my family, you know, family guys. Uh, we camp out on the river for three or four days and, uh, you know, just have a very great bonding thing. You know, I, well, I, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted just listening to you. Uh, I, I want to make sure I, I, I get in a couple more questions here because this is so fascinating to me. What would you say, given, you know, uh, uh, we're in the same general age range. I'm 72, so I'm a few years behind you. But what would you say you have learned in terms of aging that 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 keeps you going, makes it worth getting up in the morning and going throughout your day and keeps you joyful? That's one of the questions I like to ask people as as we oh. age. I, I think it's because, you know, we've had 
all of my friends have had a lot of things that they've done in their life, and it's enjoyable to hear the stuff that they're doing, uh, and it's enjoying it's enjoyable you know sharing stuff that that we've done. Um, you know that's I think the I think that's the fun part. Um, you know we we get to do fun stuff. You know we uh, we're we're in we have different cars. We have a Miata, Mini Coopers, and smart cars, and we enjoy all those different you know car clubs. So. Um, I think it's basically the the socialization with uh, people kind of of your ilk, and we all have time yep. to do that now. When, when you're growing up and you got kids and you got jobs, you don't have time to do that sort of stuff. So I feel lucky yeah. that we have that time to do it, and I feel lucky yeah. that we're healthy enough to do it. Well, that's 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 I guess really important. So in in the couple minutes that we have left, I guess the other thing I, I always ask people is. Is that do you have any insights that you'd like to like to share with people that our listeners that they would want to know about both aging gracefully, dealing with challenges, and continuing to look forward to um, to going forward? Gosh, I I, I think the the best thing is um, uh, just being nice to people. Uh, don't yeah. uh, don't carry grudges. Don't hate. Um, just uh, you know, enjoy the people for who they are, even if they're not necessarily like you. Um, you you got to be civil with people, and you got to enjoy them for their their oddities. Sometimes uh, they may not be like you, but they've they've got some pretty neat oddities that uh, you can learn from. I, I think yeah. that's kind of that's kind of the way that my wife and I both feel, and we've got a lot of friends because of it. Well, that's terrific. And are you a native St. Louisan? Indubitably, I grew up in uh, okay. Webster Glendale area, and uh, uh, I was an incestuous Webster uh, graduate. So we all moved yep. away, and then we all moved back to Webster and raised our kids there. And uh, that's kind of who we are. Got a lot of well, friends that's true. here. <laughs> well, and as I mentioned yesterday, my wife Carol's a Webster girl, so the Webster connection uh, continues. So. Uh, well, listen, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk to us. And I'm still going to call you under the category, obviously, it fits senior sightings. But you've now created a new category under fully vetted, which also is both for veterans and veterinarians. So <laughs> we'll, see. we'll see if anybody follows in your footsteps. But, uh, Mick, it was a pleasure talking to you. And thank you so much for taking time and look forward to uh, this broadcast of Boomers and Beyond. Well, good. I enjoyed it, and I look forward to talking to you again. All right. Thanks, Mick. Have a great day. All right. Just for boomers and beyond. Look at his face. His hair. Is that what it is to grow old? Well, I guess so, yeah. You're listening to Boomers and Beyond on the Big 550 KTRS. And we are back on Boomers and Beyond on the Big 550 KTRS. We are having such a great, great time with you today. January 28th, it's show number 15. And Derek, um, because your entire staff is on assignment at Mobility City, I get to interview the king of all he surveys, you, Derek Dufresne. <laughs> or or, or like, we t- like, as they say at work, you're getting the B team. <laughs> no, that's not true. But you have something very, very special to share with our listeners about vertical travel in your own home. Correct. Walk us through how this is possible. I will. So 
Wendy, we always say that we don't sell product. We promote independence. So when somebody comes into Mobility City, oftentimes it's because of an event, which could be anything from aging, heart attack, stroke, fall, something that happened to them that has caused them to have to be able to come in and purchase something. Or they have a product already, because we also repair stuff. Or they've ordered something online, and we're delivering it, and they want to see it before it comes to the home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carol and I have had a lot of discussions about this over the years. Uh, We've been in our house since, uh, my math is not always good, since June 30th of 1989. Would this be our 35th? 34th. Oh. It'll be our 34th year of being in our house. We love where we live. We love our neighbors. We love our church. We, the fact that our grandkids and kids are, uh, our oldest and, uh, you know, Tim and Noel are a mile, a away. mile away, a little, little less than a mile away. And so there are issues that people have that you and I both know about people. What do you do when I'm in my house and it is not accessible? Now, there's horizontal accessibility. I just made up that term, by the way. Horizontal accessibility is needing to get into my bathroom, right? I have to, I'm on the same floor. I need to be able to get in my bathroom. Correct. All right? But then there's vertical accessibility. Our, our house is a perfect example. It's a typical 2,200-square-foot, two-story house, and all the bedrooms are upstairs. There's a half bath on the first floor. Mm-hmm. And so the question is, what do you do if you need to get upstairs? So I want to talk about three things. I want to talk, first of all, about stair lifts. Secondly, I want to talk about vertical platform lifts or what are called VPLs. And the third thing I want to talk about is stilts elevators. Stair lifts, almost everybody's seen one. You can come into our store and see one. Uh, Usually these are straight shots up. Somebody literally sits in a chair that is on a belt or a drive, right, that goes up where typically you would have seen what, how about a baby boomer term, the banister. Right. Right? Right. Uh, typically, there's 16 steps. Sometimes they have curves. That's a whole nother issue. But people that are still fairly mobile will use these to transport themselves from one floor to the other. There are both advantages and disadvantages about what you might want to use these for. What is the advantage? Uh, small footprint. I, I was going to say, but is there? Is, are they usually for people of a certain stature? I mean, the taller you are, the more difficult. That's what I mean. I get that, but but the small small footprint. You can be accommodated. You can you can be accommodated. They flip up, so when you're not using them, they're out of the way. Out you of the can way. still use the stairs. All kinds of edge. And the other thing is price. Uh, they start at somewhere between four and six thousand dollars if it's a straight shot up. If you're making a curve. It can be anywhere. You can actually not only double that number; it probably could be between eighteen and twenty thousand, depending on how much of a curve and cutting in and all the rest of it. Certainly, the disadvantage, and we sell a lot of these. And I am not here to say that people should not use them. At a certain point, for many people, including two of our neighbors that I know in our own neighborhood, it's happened. People get to the point where they have difficulty getting on them, and when they start going up. They almost experience a sense of vertigo. Vertigo. They feel 
unsafe because they're they're literally traveling in midair. And at that point, people say, I'm not going to use it. Right. And at the point they stop using it, unless they do something, they have no access to the second floor. So it has an expiration date. It has an expiration Very good. It has very been good. your experience. That's exactly right. That's number one. Number two is something that usually people see, Wendy, outside rather than inside. We do not have one of these in the store, but we can share with people or you can go look at them. Is something called a vertical platform lift, or in the vernacular, it's a VPL. VPL. What are the advantages and disadvantages of the VPL? Well, the, the advantage is that if you are not about aesthetics, we can literally go in, if you want to go from the first floor to the second floor, or from the basement to the first floor, we can cut a hole in the floor and literally you enter into this box that is closed in on three sides. It's about 42 inches tall. It has a button in it. You can wheel a wheelchair in it with the person, and you literally can traverse from one floor to the other. That sounds unbelievable. That sounds amazing. It is. It is amazing. Now, I always talk about three things, functionality, aesthetics, and price, FAP, functionality, aesthetics, and price. This still has functionality for somebody. Most people have seen him, Wendy, not inside, but have seen them outside. Like picture a church that has steps. There's a church in Webster we've been talking to, a Baptist church. Picture the steps leading up to the entrance. Mm-hmm. They need to be able to get up there. Usually you see these on the outside. They look like a box and people use them because they're weatherproof. I should say weather resistant. You can use them to go up. So they have functionality. They are not incredibly attractive, and some people don't want them in their house unless it's in a shaft or in a big closet that they can close off and have a door on the front. But the price is still somewhat uh, uh, affordable compared to the third one we're going to talk about, but it doesn't have as much aesthetics and not as much functionality. They, they probably start in the range of, I'm going to say, probably around fourteen to $18,000 and go from there. So that that's the that's the midpoint, okay? Okay. The third one is the one that we talked about previously, which you loved and I, I loved talking about, love. which was the stilts elevator. I can't believe such a thing I know. exists. S- that it took so long. S T I L T Z. Right. Company based in the UK. We actually have one that is in our store. Stop it. Located at twelve thousand nine Manchester Road, just east of West County Center. That's correct. Just installed last week. Somebody can see, try, buy a stilts elevator. This is a very aesthetically pleasing, so it fits the A, the a of the FAP that I talked about before. And it is something that can go two or three floors. Unbelievable. It is both called, a, there's one that's called a duo, which can hold up to 375 pounds and is made for one person. And it goes, literally, you step into it, push a button, or they all come with two remotes, and they can transverse two floors. So you could either go from the basement to the first floor or the first floor to the second floor. Those start somewhere around $29,000. And when you think of the savings, when you are when you are in good health, but and you really don't want to leave your home, when you think of the savings, it's, it's absolutely unbelievable. The number to call for more information is, is 833-MOB-CITY. That is the number at the St. Louis location of Mobility City. Again, 12,009 Manchester Road in De Pere, just east of West County Shopping Center. And they will give you a look 
at the Stilts yes. elevator. It's a wonderful product. Disadvantage in closing is that the price starts at 29 If you want it for two people to be able to get in, probably goes up to mid-30s. But when you look at the cost, when like you, you said, of moving, of savings. paying a commission, Ooh. adding on to your house, and it is a wonderful your life change, changing your life. You also can use it for pets, oh. laundry, people that you don't like that you want to send to a different floor. <laughs> I'm just saying, Wendy. 833 Mob City. That is why he is the king of all he surveys or the B team. He's having fun with his with his team. 833 Mob City, Derek Dufresne. Wow. What a great what a what a great advancement. I mean, yes. when you think yeah. of mobility. Right. What right. could be better right. than that? Right, right. We have had a lot of fun today. Is the show over? It's believe it or not, we are coming up to the Say end. Say it isn't so, Wendy. Say it isn't so, Say, Joe. Um, all right. Yeah, it it actually is. But I think I think mix. What is the what is in in your mind? What's the takeaway from our conversation with Mick? Uh, keep the body accelerating. Keep active. Love people. Be around people. You can do more than you think. Laugh every day. Love every day. And look forward to getting up tomorrow morning. Hard to put in a fortune cookie. Yes. Hard to put in a, or a needlepoint pillow. But no, he's, I mean, he's, he has the outlook of yeah. someone, what, 40 years younger oh my than God, he, yes. It's crazy. Somebody you want to be around. Absolutely crazy. Yes. And somebody I want to be around is you next week, if that's okay. We will be here. We'll All be right. here. All and right. you know what? We're going to have to talk about football because a lot of these coaches, you know what's happening? Uh-oh. The R word. They're Uh-oh. retiring. Let's, let's talk about that next let's week. Let's do talk about that. All right. All right. Oh, by the way. Yes. Say goodnight, Wendy. Good night, Wendy. See you next week. Not if I see you first. This has been Boomers and Beyond with Wendy Weiss and Derek Dufresne with Mobility City. Your one-hour weekly informative, colorful, and irreverent look at the aging process. Nice looking, ain't you? At my age, that's about all I can do is look. <laughs> Gather around your radio next Sunday at 4 for more Boomers and Beyond. Far out, man. On the Big 550 KTRS. The views and opinions expressed in the preceding paid program are those of the host, callers, and guests, and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of this station, its management, or owners.